9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody in Montreal and on the internet. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Go Plug Yourself, one of Montreal's top-rated podcasts. Um, if you enjoy Go Plug Yourself or generally the content that we put out on 9to5.cc, please, please, please tell your friends about it. It's super cool and nice when we see people telling their friends about their shows that we work so hard to produce and if you're feeling extra generous maybe drop a couple of bucks in our patreon page on patreon.com slash nine to five cc and uh also be sure to follow walter on all of his social media and find out when he's going to be performing next walter's been performing at a bunch of shows you should check him out too and in the meantime enjoy the episode with this amazing guest Go plug yourself, you plug and mother plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug and mother plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug and mother plugger. Go plug yourself, it's Walter and Keith talking on the internet. So this is a weird one, Chris. You know, Keith, they're always weird. It's go plug yourself. It is go plug yourself. It is weird. I was actually thinking that maybe this could be a, um, what's the word, a backdoor pilot for another show. For me, for a Keith and the Chris show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we we just push out Walter completely? He'd yeah. love that. No, 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 no. It's a backdoor pilot for oh, another I show. Oh, I see. It's like they did with, it's like, uh, when CSI guys went down to Miami. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it. They and hung out with David Caruso and they started the David Caruso. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's it. Know. It's not the end of Go Plug Yourself. It's, it's a backdoor pilot for another show where Chris and Keith talk about Game of Thrones. I don't know. We've been talking about that for a long time. <laughs> that's it. We also we also we also do like a Habs podcast where I just shit on everything the Habs do, and you'd be like, "No, no, but they're still going to be good, though." No, that I don't think I've said that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> you think they're going to make the playoffs? Huh? You think the Habs are going to make the playoffs tonight? Uh, so we're recording this on a Tuesday. It yeah. goes up on a Thursday. Tonight is where they play against Philly. Yes. And if they lose against Philly, I'm saying they're done. Because you know, then, then we're tied. Because then we're. If they lose against Philly, they're three points out and tied with Philly. So, yeah. like, Philly will be with the momentum and tied with us. And we'll still be three points out from, like, I don't think we – I think Columbus can't lose forever with that lineup. Mm. Like, I think that Columbus is stronger. And the only hopes you kind of have is catching Carolina. And they've been on – they've been, like – they've been, like yeah. – they, they were, like, where Montreal was at the beginning of the year where yeah, they're like Carolina's the, playing the, that good now. They're surging. You know? And the other th- – the thing that gives me a little bit of hope, like, and this is a little bit of hope. Everyone's like, "Oh man, look at the look at the schedule. It's not easy." And they're like, "Our la- last three games are against Tampa Bay, Washington, and Toronto." And I was like, "That's fun." Yeah, but I was like, "But but think about that for five seconds. That's actually you're playing against like Rochester, Syracuse, and Hershey or whatever." I don't know. Like, those those are not those teams are all going to be playoff locks, and their spots are going to be locked. Well, Boston, no, Toronto no, no, might no, no. not be. What, what? Tor- well, Toronto might not be, sorry. Toronto and Boston are playing against each other. The only team that could catch them is the Habs. The, but so can Boston catch Toronto? And they yeah, but so they'd be playing ice? for home ice. But Toronto would still want home ice, especially, Toronto, how, especially how they've ended in Boston the last couple yeah, game sevens. Yeah, Toronto could want home ice, but I'm yeah. just saying, but, but home ice advantage versus risking an injury, you know what I mean, mm. like, and resting, like, uh, you're not going to be, you're not, Washington, Tampa, and Toronto are not going to be playing full tilt in like games 80, 81, 82. No, for sure. Like they're going to have, they're going to be resting players. They're going to be like not giving it their all, even if they're playing with a starting roster. So I was like, those three games could be gimmies, even though they're against teams. But like, there's a solid chance that all three of those teams are going to have their playoff spots locked up. 
So if they, I'm do, just hoping the Habs don't make the playoffs because as I, a performer in the city, it's really much better when the Canadians are not in the playoffs. What? When, the, when a, as a as a comedian in Montreal, yeah, it's much better when the Canadians aren't in the playoffs. Really? Yeah. But I I say yes and no. No, I say yes because that means. Mm. People actually do other things other than care about hockey in April. You think though? But I was like, but there's like, but there's also that vibe of people going out like all the time because it's the playoffs. Yeah, they're not going out to comedy shows though. Here's my point. Here's my point. Mm. Comedy, comedy thrives in the city when the Habs aren't in the playoffs. Uh, I don't. I don't <laughs> I have know about that. Documentation on this. Last what? year, last year, all the shows that we did in, uh, during the, during the playoff season yep. were great uh, and well attended because of the fact that there was no hockey to compete right. with. But do you guys think about, like, maybe being, uh, like, ima- imagine, like, I guess it would only work if you had sports material. But if you could do, like, Sanka set pregame comedy. You'd get- I've tried it, actually. I tried yeah. it a couple of years ago. Um, did it in the West Island at McKibbins. Yeah. Tried to do a show tied into the Montreal Bruins. Remember them in the half with the Bruins? And yeah, yeah, yeah. When PK was the best player in the world? Yep. And he was, like... Just, uh, that was a great series. Yeah, that's the series. That's that 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 series is the reason why I will forever hate the PK Subban trade. Yeah, I mean I'll I'll hate it forever just in general. But I mean, yeah. I, can't cheer for the team anymore, Keith. I can cheer for the team. I can't. So can't I do can it. Can't do it. Trade the best player I ever saw. Not the best player I ever saw. I was like best player I ever saw in the Canadians. Who's who's been a better player in t- twenty five years? Who? Oh, but you're you're younger than me. That's true. I was like I was like I was like I watched Patrick Watt play as a kid. Like I yeah, was, I, didn't, I didn't see Patrick Yeah, but I was like, you're younger than me. I was, I was 10, talking, 11 watching Patrick Watt playing. You were like four? No, I was three. Yeah, when, exactly. When, <laughs> when they won the, like, the last one, the cup, I was three years old. Yeah, exactly. So I it. can't sit here and be like, yeah, I remember like it was yesterday. Yeah, no, no I, was, I was, it was definitely a childhood thing, but I was 11. So there's like, there's there, a different, yeah, there's there different are memories there. of For Patrick me, Watt that exist as you were three. Since the early 90s, let's say since 90, we'll say 95 when Patrick was traded. Yeah. From 95 until today. Yeah, not, and not including goaltenders because Theodore and Price have had, you know, you yeah. know, Theodore less so, but Price is an all-time great. He's a future Hall of Famer. I don't think that's the best. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. You've not seen a better forward or defense on the Montreal Canadiens than PK Subban. I would agree. I would like. A and they m- traded him for a, you know, a more intense Sheldon Surrey. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, there's. I love how people are like now saying like, "Hey, do you think Shea is maybe too old and slow for today's game?" I'm like, "Oh, what do you know?" Yeah, yeah I, maybe. I, <laughs> no, I thought that maybe. when the trade happened, but I also think that like the Habs have been in a spiral since the trade happened, and Nashville has been probably the best team in the league since the trade happened. Yeah, well, but well, there's there are other elements at play in the Habs being in a spiral. Like, like to me, I was like, "The gear as as a Habs fan, uh, as like." They're pretty much my ride or die. Yeah. Uh, like with Chicago being a close second. So this is our backdoor hockey podcast. Chris and Keith talking about hockey. There you go. Uh, as like a ha- like as a ride or die Habs fan, like I, I know so many so many people were like, I'm not I'm like boycotting on the PK trade. I was like, man, it is what it is. I was one of those with Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah. And I wasn't because I'm like whatever. I was like, I didn't I and I, I didn't think it was a great trade. Mm-hmm. I love PK as a player, as a as a personality. I love everything about him. But I was like, if you're taking a look at the trade as it was, I think it was like a weird, crappy PR move that had more to do with like Molson's and freaking whatever than it had anything to do with Walker. See, I feel like I feel like it was a lot simpler than that. I feel like it was 
they chose Michelle Terry over PK Subban, and then they tri and then they fired Michelle Terry six months later. I don't think so. I on, on honest, I think there's a certain and I and, and I don't think this is to the Habs' benefit, mm. but I think there is a certain um, like a certain level of character type. Mm -hmm. Like you play for the Montreal Canadiens, like you play for you play for you are not bigger than the team. Yeah, that's you know bullshit. Though. Like I, I agree with you, but I'm just saying. But I think there's that image. Like someone, I read a thing where they were talking about uh, like original six team identities and stuff, or like older team identities mm. and whatever. Like how you have like it's not necessarily written in a in a in a guidebook anywhere. But if you're like if you're gonna sign to Philly, you know you might drop the gloves, right? Like not yeah. always, but you know that's a thing that you're gonna yeah. do. Like if you're like it's you look you take a look at like like we were saying um, you look at a player like Gallagher. Mm. And you're like, okay, he's like on the line, whatever. You put Gallagher on Philly or Boston, and he's like hurting people. Maybe. You, you know what I mean? I'm like, like, because there, there's like, there's a line. I think that you Andrew get Shaw's hurt people in the Habs uniform and without a Habs uniform. So yeah, yeah, but like, he pro like was is way more on the leash than he was in Chicago. I guess, but he's also can't stay on the ice. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Here's the thing. Uh, but, anyway, but, you, but I'm people, just saying. But but so all that all that to say is that I think that there's some people that are sitting there in the like halls of power of the Montreal Canadiens who didn't like that P.K. Subban was his own star and was in a lot of ways bigger than the team. Was Patrick Wana bigger than the rest of the 93 team? Could, he, could the average hockey fan name somebody else on that team other than Patrick Wana and maybe Eric Desjardins because they hear him in that, in that call about, <laughs> from Bob Cole all the time? What do you call it? Kirk Muller was on that team, bro. Come on, you're a, you're not an average hockey fan. I'll put it to you this way: Are the Pittsburgh Penguins not still in Pittsburgh solely because of Sidney Crosby? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but but at the same time, the so he's bigger than the team, and he's won in three cups. Yeah, but it's Pittsburgh. Mario Lemieux is bigger than the team too. Like you know what I mean? Like, like there's like and they've had and they've all had more. You know, Pittsburgh's had more success than Montreal in the last thirty years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's it. But there's that there's that take, and you can. Kind of make the argument that, like, yeah, when when Patrick Waugh got bigger than the team, they traded him. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, but like that, like, the like Leafs, he, the Leafs were like that for centuries and for like decades. Yeah, no one's bigger than the Shields. All this shit. Where did the Leafs get? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I'm not. Again, I'm not saying I agree with it, but I'm saying, no, but, like, but that, but that's, but so it's, that that's uh, part of it. And I think that like when people say it's the worst trade of all time, it is absolutely not the worst trade of all time. We got Shea Weber back, who is a an elite player, an aging elite the, player who's slower. Yeah. Still in. Okay. Anyone, anyone who says that's the worst trade of all time is like, does not understand a the Ryan McDonough trade, and b the Patrick Watt trade. Like, I mean, those are significant. I would think worse trading trade. PK when they traded PK was worse than the McDonough trade, considering McDonough's fallen off a cliff and PK still an elite defenseman. Yeah, but, but you still you mortgaged you you mortgaged Ryan McDonough, which mm. which which had a value. And you got back Scott Gomez. Yeah, I get that. You, you got back Scott Gomez, and in addition to that, you got Scott Gomez so that you could go get Brian Gianta. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? On like the whole entire like trigger of events of the McDonough that team trade. went to an Eastern Conference Final though, so the, yeah, the, the game really fit. That that team was going to the Eastern Conference Final with anybody in front of them because Alak was stopping fifty pucks a night. Yeah. Like yeah. we eliminated Washington and Pittsburgh, not based on the. On the prowess of Gianta and Gomez and Cam maybe Camilleri. Camilleri was a playoff stud. Mm -hmm. Camilleri. And also, Gomez is really good at that playoff run, too. Yeah. And a young PK. Young PK Subban making his NHL debut. This is what I'm talking about. Full circle. Yeah. Anyway, but but, it would just, but just imagine a world where 
at their peaks. You had it. You had Subban and McDonough. McDonough? Yeah, yeah, it's it, insanity. With Price and, and Pacioretty. And yeah, they'd and still you, be and here. You also have Sergachev maybe in the mix somewhere. Like the blue line would be. Oh, people talk about people call it people call that PK trade the worst trade of all time, and they follow that immediately up with the Sergachev trade, which is also equally. I don't terrible. think that's that's fair. I think that you could you or I could dress up with a lightning bolt on our shirt and pick up 50 points this year. Know. Like, you know, Mikhail Sergachev, six foot three. He could no. skate like the wind. Yeah, I'm, I'm just Jonathan like, Joy is so a glorified third liner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. <laughs> I'm I, just saying. No, it's, I mean, it's, 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 and everyone at the beginning of the year here in the city was, was all on fire because this team was doing well. And I'm like, that team is doing well. Yeah, okay. But now they've come no, back but, to reality. But, but listen, but it's not, it's not reality. If they've wasted, they've if, wasted Carey Price's if career. If you're a real fan, okay, you know that this team isn't designed to be into the playoffs. Oh, of course not. This team not. is sitting there with $10 million of cap space. That's fair. But you're not, if you're... More ten than million? ten? Are they more than ten million dollars in cap space? I think going into UFA, that's going to be more than ten. But it's I think like be a right lot now, because like some people UFA's are coming up. But yeah, but you know what I mean. I'm like, you're not putting together a competitive team if you're not at the cap. So like, it was just so weird. It's, been so, it's such a weird thing. They they obviously want to try. I think if if you objectively look at the PK trade, they want to maximize Carey Price's window yeah. as the best player on earth because right. he was for a time the best player in the world. Mm-hmm. They've wasted it. He's been battling injuries the last couple of years, but yeah. they've also wasted it because the team in front of him yeah. has been the same problem for his whole career. Mm-hmm. Can't score goals. Mm-hmm. Can't score goals. They can't score goals. Max Domi had a great start. He's he's regressed back to earth. Yeah. You know, I mean, Thomas Tatar had a great start. Yeah, but if Max Domi's your best forward, it's a no, problem. Exactly. Exa- no, dude, a hundred percent. Like, like my buddy was just sort of like, he's like, man, he's like, I have a hard pill to swallow to say that uh, Boston. Is uh, is like objectively that much better than the Habs, and I was like, they have five players like over sixty points. We have one yeah. at sixty points, and it's Max Domi. Like, like the Leafs have Nazem Kadri and Michael Nylander under third line. Both of those players would be the best player in the Montreal. Yeah, 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 and I mean that's that's how far yeah. away you are. And like a Nick Suzuki yeah. is not changing that. Ryan Poling is not no, changing that. No, 100%. Uh, I don't even think Jesperi Kukanyemi is going to change that because they're going to ruin this kid too. Yeah. They don't have a good track record. To me, the only the only way any of this makes any sense is if like we sign our Temi Panarin. I was like, thinking that. Like, like, I was thinking uh, if, they, if they make a godfather offer to Panarin for like yeah. $11 million a year, maybe yeah. they get him. But who... Who, in, as a free agent, who wants to come to Montreal and pay the highest, ta- probably close to the highest taxes in the league? Potentially Artemi Panarin. <laughs> he he fits the mold for a guy to come here on a big contract and then severely underperform his contract. That's, that's also possible. But apparently, so, apparently he's going to the Rangers, first of all. Like, if, I'm on, if I'm on Terry Panarin, I absolutely go to the Rangers. Yeah, yeah. But supposedly, if you believe the, the, the hype, and one of the reasons why he's not having it in Columbus is that he was a KHL guy mm-hmm. where he was like the worst of the ground he walks on or whatever. He had a solid hockey market in Chicago mm-hmm. where he was a star. And then he's like, you can walk out the front door of the Play arena in Columbus. Columbus to nobody. Yeah. You know, so apparently, like, he's got that. I want to play. I mean, I wouldn't change in New York, though. Huh? That wouldn't change much in New York. Exactly, you'd Whoa. still be like the sixth or seventh most talked about team. It it would even g- be heard even further if the Knicks sign a, t- a couple superstars this summer in basketball. Yeah, and then it's like the football teams, it go the Yan- sorry the Yankees, yeah. the football teams, the Knicks, then maybe the I mean, Rangers. And there's still people who love the Mets inexplicably. <laughs> there's a lot of Mets fans. <laughs> so, yeah, like <laughs> New York and LA are the same thing in terms of like I'm a huge Rams fan and a yeah, Lakers yeah. fan. Yeah, and and uh, LA is the same way with sports. Not just because of the 
so many vast options there are in LA to yeah, do socially, yeah. but you have you have two pro baseball teams, you have two pro like three hockey teams in a small radius that are barely mentioned. Yeah. You have two pro football teams, you have yeah. two pro basketball teams, you have huge college sports teams there with USC, yeah, yeah. UCLA. Yeah. It's like it's it's such a small. Like, yeah, exactly. But uh, I think, but I, but I think that the Rangers can make a compelling argument that you're playing at MSG. Yeah, if they offer them twelve million a year, I think yeah, that's I think a compelling that argument. But I mean, but also like if MSG is a good argument too. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and it. And playing with Hank yeah. and extending Hank's career a bit. But like, if if it's not Panarin, then who else is a free agent? I don't even know the free agents this summer. I like the only other one that would make sense would be maybe Skinner. Like, but they had Skinner. They tra- they traded him. It was no, Max Pacioretty. No. Roughly the same type of player. Also, they have like a smaller version of Jeff Skinner and Brandon Gallagher, don't they? Yeah, that's that. I was like the, the thing. And about Max Domi, like how many, how many, yeah, po- no, how like, many guys because, like this? Because can like you the reason, have? I mean, like, I like Skinner, but it's, it would be the most Montreal thing in the world to sign Jeff Skinner. Yeah. And you're like, oh, cool, another guy that is like under six feet tall and weighs as much as my girlfriend. Are there like, is uh, your wife actually? <laughs> wife, Jesus Christ, she doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, who else is there? Panarin. Panarin Skinner. and Skinner, I think, are it in terms of like guys who are like under thirty and are like offensively talented. Well, there's no defenseman available. Why would we don't need to sign a defenseman? You don't? No, you need to sign. Listen, listen. You don't? I'm, I'm not saying you don't. But I'm saying, but like, <laughs> like I could, I could, I could signing, swear their defense is shitty. Yeah, no, no. But signing like, if you want your quickest fix is an all-star forward. Like it's just, yeah. it's, it's there's no, there's no other. You're like, oh, you, what do you, you. Like, as it is, it blows my mind. Like, the reason I say we don't need a defenseman is that as they are right now, $10 million under the cap with a bunch of, like, hodgepodge put together, they still have a positive goal differential. Yeah. Right? So that's more because of prices than anything else. Right. But, I mean, but the reality is you do have carry price. What you don't have is scoring. And yeah. you have a bunch of one games that are decided a lot of the time by, like, one or two goals. Well, didn't they score one goal by on the back-to-back there? Hmm? Then they score one goal this weekend on the back-to-back. Yeah, that they had? exactly. That's it. But I mean, we can't have that. Yeah, you lose it, but you lose a game two nothing. You lose a game one nothing. You lose a game three to four. Oh yeah, you know what? An eighty, in, a guy with 80, 90 points is a single-handed game. And I guess and I, I'm not I, saying it doesn't necessarily. I'm not saying this puts us into a cup contender, but that puts us in the playoffs. But like how? Yeah, true. But you had a uh, you had that too with Max Pacioretty, sixty points, sixty seventy points, thirty goal guy. Yeah. Even Max. I mean, everyone talks about how Max nearly had to trade Max. It was a great trade. Yeah, they got a lot back with him for him in theory. Yeah. Because Sotaris had a good year, and they got Suzuki. Did they get a first-round pick for him, too? Yeah, they got it. They go, I don't think a first-round. Maybe second-round pick, Suzuki and Tatar. And like, Tatar. Yeah. So Tatar's kind of refound himself, and Suzuki, the jury's still out. But, like, Max is still a 30-goal guy. Yeah. And, Mac, you know, Max, 39. When was the last time was four, 39? Was, like, Kovalev scored 38? Yeah. One year when he was yeah, at his yeah, run, yeah. but that's what I'm saying is like this is what I'm saying. You 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 have nobody who scored 40 for the Habs in 20 years. Yeah, that's that's why I'm saying you need you need, but like it it's embar- so embarrassing. That's why I can't I can't be a fan of that team. Yeah. It's because they're they're totally okay with finishing in eighth place and uh, getting two home playoff games and uh, you know and the hoping f- that Carey drags them into maybe uh, the second round. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but like, yeah, and hoping Carrie drags it's the him same, into it. It's the same story. And oh, buddy. I know. Yeah. It's nah, just, we almost yeah, no, uh, knocked over. Thank God Walter's not here because all we Walter be saying is uh, sports. Uh, sports. Yeah, Walter's yelling sports. We're, we're almost at the, coming up on the 20 minute mark. Just talking about sports. Our guest today is Chris Vendita. Hi, guys. Local comedian, longtime friend of the show. And we're talking about sports. So, I mean, if you made it this far into the podcast, I don't see why we would stop talking about sports. I don't know why either. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, uh... I, I think the, the Montreal Canadiens are cursed to be t- marginally okay for years. Yeah. 
And I don't. I, I mean, it's like it's not a huge. I'm not jumping off a huge ledge here. They've been marginally okay for the last 25. Yeah, yeah. The only reason they've had any success is is goaltending, like you and, know, and, and PK like, Subban run, <laughs> and yeah. that Mike Camilleri run. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like, I mean, like, there, there've been there've been bright <coughs> spots here and there that have popped up. I mean, even Radulov, like Radu did great. Then they couldn't sign him. Huh? They couldn't keep him. Yeah, that, yeah. That was. Yeah, outside of like they shafted Markov. Outside, no, no, no. Apparently, they told them both like to get relieve it. Whoever, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so they, they played tough guy. Would they had no business trying to play tough guy. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't Radulov with with Drouet made a lot of sense when you made that Sergeyev trade? Yeah, because it feels like you traded one of your best defensemen yeah. prospects, one of your best prospects. Period. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, to replace Alex Radulov, and then the. The year before, the problem was all you had up front was Radulov and Patch. Yeah. And Galchenyuk. Yeah. Ooh, another one that they've ruined. Oh, boy. This yeah. is why people are like, oh, Kirk Nemi's going to be a superstar. I'm like, is he, though, or is he going to play for somebody else? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, but that's it. I just, I don't. A couple of my comedian brothers here in the scene uh, love the kid. Oh, I love I love yeah, him. And, and Young player like, in the NHL, man. Like, and, I know, and, and I know. doing it, and like, and like, and not looking out of place. But you know the team I mean? rightfully sat him down for a couple games, and this is he lost their minds. And now that's the reason they missed the playoffs because an 18 year old wasn't playing. He wasn't scoring on the road. Like, I know. I'm like I'm like I understand development is like a big <laughs> is another another big piece. Like, but then, and then uh, and the flip is like, why didn't you trade Carey last year? Why didn't you trade Carey? Why didn't you trade Carey last year? Because now you're sunking in close to $11 million a year into an aging goalie who I think, again, I love. I think Carey Price is the best Montreal Canadiens goalie of all time. I think, no, you have to you have to keep Carey. Like, did you, though, or because yeah, you, you don't have full rebuild? There, there, are, there are five players, I think, that can drag a team into the playoffs, mm. and Carey Price is one of them. True, like, like that, and that's what I'm saying. You can't, you can't get rid of that. Like, and and even, and he still might drag him into the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. And even and he, 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 he like since January, he's been fantastic. Best like, goal in the league. Like, yeah, like since January, been the best goal in the league. Uh, maybe what's his name might be ahead of him. Who? Like, uh, Vasilevsky. Yeah, it was just, I, I mean, but it's uh, fake. How much better would Tampa? Would Tampa lose more than twelve games if they had Carey Price? Like in the season. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm serious. Probably not. They man. would challenge the Warriors' record from a couple years ago in the yeah, NBA. Yeah, yeah. They with they had like, this is what people are like shit on price in this town because they don't know who else to blame if not the goalie. No, it's the word, it's blaming any any and this is why I like I shout on anyone saying that you like pe- people who were saying Guy Palak overpriced in 2010. I was like, oh no. yeah, that was stupid then. I was yeah. like, you guys are idiots. People who were like saying trade him. I was like, first of all, you don't you don't get a goalie's value on a trade ever. No, like you never ever get a goalie's value on a trade. And I was like, so you don't trade him, you're not going to get his value. But I'm like, at the end of the day, like, it's not just it's not just the Habs fans being into their goalies because we do like our goalies that we think Carey Price is the best in the world. He's like the consensus best in the world. It's not it's not much of a debate. I think like, since he entered the league, the only guy that you could m- maybe say has been as good as Price is Hank Lungfist. Maybe the only like, like, the only gets close. No, like, no, Price no, is, and, Pri- and Price years? is dominated them head to head. Yeah, probably. Like, like it's it, it, Rene has good numbers, but he's never been able to beat Price one head to head. Maybe the, that, their head to head records are severely in Price's favor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know. I I just I feel so you wouldn't get the return. You would not get the return. Like it'd be nice. It'd be nice to see him somewhere else, though. Yeah, uh, and I mean that that's he'll get. Maybe he'll get. He'll uh he'll what do you call it? He'll uh he'll Ray Bork he'll at the end, Ray, of, the, at the end of his career. Oh, uh, because he has no chance. They're not going to win a cup this time. They're yeah. not. There's no way. How could you sit here today? You were just saying how the season was not the season for them, which is fair. 
it brings you back. But it was never going to be the season. Like I said, if you're, if you're not, like, hitting the cap ceiling, you're not winning the Stanley Cup. No, like, of course not. But that's what I'm saying. So I was like and, – and in addition, I mean, we haven't even talked about it. In addition to all that, no other team is winning other than Tampa this year. I don't know. Uh, you have Nashville, Winnipeg. They're good. Tampa is going to rip their. When is Tampa open. not choked in the playoffs though? Like a couple years ago, when they won the Stanley Cup. Tampa has never won a cup. What are you talking about? You look Cavalier and Stanley. We have not won a cup together. Yeah, that yes. was 04. I'm talking about okay, this, 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 this. Stevie Wise, Tampa Bay Lightning. They've been, they've been, they've been the best team in the East before. Yeah, but th- no, and this is the most. It came dom- out of the East this a couple is the years most ago. dominant team in 25 years, right? Like this is the in the regular league. season. Sure. Yeah, but still, but by like a significant margin. If you look at those two, the, those two bears in the West, and again, Sidney Crosby's a lot like for me, like he's the LeBron James of hockey. Whereas he could single handedly beat anybody if he has the right pieces around him. The the Penguins aren't going to be an easy out. The Caps aren't going to be an easy out. Like the Lightning have some work to do here, and plus they're going to go through a second round bloodshed with whoever they get, Toronto no, or Boston. Not. Toronto and Boston are going to beat the crap out of each other. They're going to be so soft. Here's on, honest to God. The so you think it's Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay's an hook, Tampa Bay and a hook lines, hook line sinker. Yeah, Tampa Bay. Maybe they'll go sixteen and two in the playoffs. Yeah, basically, I was like, their first round is they're going to annihilate whoever the eight place is. I don't know, man. Dude, what what are their options? Are they playing against Carolina, Toronto? I'm not no. Toronto. Carolina, Carolina Montreal, Mon- Columbus, or Philly yeah. are the four teams they could now, play against. Uh, they rip all four of those. Teams. I would love to see. The, I would love to say the Habs could rip them apart. Could if any, could get I would destroyed. say if anyone could, it would be because you could like the only thing to me that could stop Tampa Bay Jesus is Christ. if a goalie stands on his head. Yeah. Like, oh, I would say I would love to see Tampa. Excuse me. I would love to see Tampa rip through Montreal, but uh, they have that. The Montreal has that price factor. I don't know. I just don't think it's as. Um, it's as simple as saying it's done. Nashville is a bear. They have the best. They have the best. One to six defense in the league. Mm-hmm. They're deep up front. Winnipeg is another bear. Um, we'll I, see. I just, I, I just don't like, dude. No one saw Washington coming. I think Tampa's the modern day Washington, where they're gonna take a, a, a number of cracks at it before they get through. Washington was the best in the East for years. Yeah, but again, but not by this margin. No, it's true. You've never seen this margin like before. That, that's like I'm sitting. Like, I'm, I'm just looking at their like. They're like a hundred goals ahead or whatever on <laughs> like the goal differential. Like you just like what the hell is like Kucherov's at a hundred and seventeen points already. Yeah, the point the goals I feel like the goals that are being scored this year are way not higher than I they think have, we've seen in the last three, ten they years. Have three players who are over a point a game. Yeah. That's insane. This doesn't hold on, who else has the uh, someone like that similar? Was it is it Winnipeg that has a Winnipeg's doing well. In terms of scorers, though, don't they have a bunch? Wow, let me check Winnipeg. Da, 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 da. Winnipeg Jets. The Leafs also have a, a, a nice Yeah, but again, not to that level. Like, So looking at just points totals. Come on, slide, you stupid machine. <sighs> Why are you crap? Stats, see y'all. There you go. Yeah, like... They have Blake Wheeler at 88 points and uh, Shifley at 79. They don't have someone with 120 points, let alone another two guys that are at 80 over 80 points. Like, mm. and like I said, when it, like it's. I mean, the, to that point though, the the Oilers have two guys over 90 points and you can't buy a <laughs> yeah, win. They can't, but they don't have nothing else after that. After oh, yeah. that is nothing else. Yeah, I mean that's well, that's the Chicago. Poor Connor. That's the oh. Chicago world, right? Like where it's like 
They're like, what's wrong with Chicago? And I was like, there's nobody to play with the boys anymore. I'm like, Kane's having a pretty good year. Like all Debrink- those all those traded draft picks will come back. Yeah, finally. exactly. Debrinket is doing well. You know, like Taser's not having the best year, but he's not shitting t- the bed either. No, but like Taser's also like these guys have gotten older. They played a lot of hockey. Like in the early 2010s, their Taves went to how many cup finals? They went to three. Yeah, well they, no, they won. Yeah, they won three three cups in four years, I believe. Five years. Three cups in five years. Three yeah. cups in five years. Yeah, 2010, 2013, 2015. Yeah, plus Taves went to the Olympics twice in that span. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, like, don't don't get me wrong. Like Kane too. Yeah, well, that whole crew. It's not sustainable. That that whole crew, like Crow's been there every time. Keith Seabrook. Like, Keith Seabrook have been there the whole time. Mm. Osa was there the whole time until like last season. Like yeah. Just, Sharp left and came back, you know, but has been there most of the time. Yeah. Like, like that team is tired and beat enemy. And also, we're kind of seeing the reality. I think of you get, you can if you if you do the tank. Yeah, you can put together a team that's good for. Unless about, you're in Edmonton. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Like, Unless you're in Edmonton, they're gonna get Jack Hughes, and they're still not gonna know how to do. I don't it. understand Edmonton. I I could not be an Edmonton fan. Like I think Edmonton, if I was an Edmonton Oilers fan, it's like being a Browns fan in the NFL. But feel, up until the last couple of years, for the no. Browns. But I feel it's worse though. Yeah, it is because I'm like, because I like, I'm not a big NFL fan. But I was like, but it wasn't like you had like a like a, a Manning or a Gronk or like whatever. Like you didn't like the Browns never were like, they have the dude. Yeah. Like, whereas Edmonton has had the dude like 10 times over. You're like Nugent Hopkins, Eberle, uh, Hall. None of the, yeah. Well, the trading, trading Taylor Hall was terrible. But like Connor, like, you know, like, but, yeah. like you're just like, how many times have they had like studs? Nail Yakupov. He didn't even name Nail Yakupov. Yeah, yeah, but Yakupov at least didn't pan out. Like, these are guys who had good careers, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, the only guy that you mentioned that's still there is Connor and Nuge. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Nuge and Hopkins. And Nuge Hopkins is basically a number two center. That's, that's where he's yeah, peaked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Connor McDavid. How do you have Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, and you can't, you, you made the playoffs once. I mean, you have. Four yeah, years. exactly. That's it. And you're 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 firing your GMs. You're firing your, your coaches. coaches you're firing Milan Lucic was not a wise investment. Yeah, uh, but I mean, but but you should be able to recover from a bad contract with Connor McDavid on your team. Yeah. Well, yeah. they 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 couldn't recover from the bad contract and also trading at Taylor Hall for Adam Larson. <laughs> that's an back too. Yeah, yeah. No, that's it. There's and there's these guys have jobs. I, I it's it's wild how all these guys keep keep getting jobs. Like I don't know how Mark Bergeron still has a. Still has a job. I think that Mark Bergevin has a job because when – so I don't understand why, but there's like 40 people in the world who are allowed to be an NHL GM. Mm. And when I look at how bad other teams are managed, mm. that's why Mark Bergevin has a job. Well, that it's, has it's, to be French. There's no other French GM well, in the Well, no, I'm going to say, but A, you need to speak French. <laughs> B, you need to sign players that speak French. C, you need to – Sign a coach that speaks French. Oh, they got a good coach. They got one of the best coaches in the no, league. No, 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 but you know what I mean? But I'm saying yeah. you're still limited. When you look at your job for head coach, uh, you need to be a good coach. Well, that's why they recycle coaches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. Because you only have so many like people that can. I'm sure Carbono's next on deck D, here. D, all of your contracts are in like the highest tax city in the NHL. Yeah. Like. That doesn't help. You know, like I'm saying, like, like there's, there's enough working against him. The fact that he can, he can throw together a team that often makes the playoffs. Not, you know? not anymore, though. Not anymore, but um, no, but this, but if you're again back to the cap space, if you're sitting there not spending ten million dollars of cap space, it's like it's on design. No, it's if not they a- miss this year, we're going back to PKs last year when they missed it. They made it with Shea the first year, and they've yeah. missed the last 
They would have missed the last two years. Two so years three to four years and not making the playoffs. Yeah. If they missed, which today, ten games left, they're three points out of a spot. Yeah. It's not like you're looking hopeful. No, but I'm just saying, but like if you're, but if you're ten million dollars under the cap, that's by design. True. Do you know what I mean? Like, like you're not filing, you're not firing Bergevin. Like he's not spending that money because someone's telling him not to spend that money. Yeah, but which it's makes very the, easy which to spend makes that the money. whole you which sign, makes you the whole Carey Price contract that much more confe- and and sh- Shea Weber thing that much more. If the team was serious about rebuilding, because you're saying they're in a rebuild year, yeah. if the team was serious about rebuilding. Wouldn't you not have moved Weber and Price? But who would take them? The least would have taken Weber. I don't think the Leafs would take the Weber. Would take Weber they, the Leafs would, could not take Weber. They would have traded back some salary to Montreal. You would have probably gotten Nystrom back at least. I don't think. Uh, I don't sorry, think Nyland- sorry, Nylander. Nylander. Did they, I don't know. The Leafs are not. The Leafs can't make any moves. The Leafs need to sign Marner. Like, well, that's why they would have probably taken Weber. Because you would have taken a Weber package of with Kadri Ka- and Nylander. Eh, I don't think the Leafs would have taken Weber. I don't like It's a bad contract. It's too long. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, they would, they're, they're, way, they're, way too, they're way too pressed for cap. Like, they're, they can't. So for a one-year, I felt like for a one-year go-for type of scenario, they would have traded Nylander. Because they're paying Nylander, what, six and a half? But he's got a lot more than one year left. Like, that's what I'm saying. You end up, you end up saddled with Shea Weber at the end of that. Like, you can't. Hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're not, they're not going to mortgage the future when they can sit there with probably, uh, like, Matthews and Marner and everybody else for a few years. And then, like, you can, you can start getting that, that, hitting that sweet spot that Chicago did where everybody was taking the discounts to sign with them and everyone. Like, hey, maybe that's where you're going. For, like, for our Toronto listeners, though, Keith. Yeah. Because we're having a sports hour here. Is, is, is now the right time to say that Mitch Marner is the best player in the Leafs? Because <laughs> they're, the- they're in a spot. Yeah. They're in a tough spot because that Tavares contract, to me, it never made sense when I heard Tom, Tom uh, Johnny's name with the Leafs attached last summer yeah. before the the frenzy started. Yeah. And then when they signed him, it's like, okay, cool. But, what about Mitch Marner? But what about Marner and Matthews? Yeah. And then they signed Mar- Matthews to a gazillion dollars. He's like $11 million a year. They're, and like you're not, you are not signing Mitch Marner for less than $10 million. Well, no. He's got to be paid more than both Tavares and Matthews. I mean, not necessarily more. He's got like twenty points, thirty points on yeah. Matthews this year. Like yeah, not, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But not last year. Like it's well, last year no. Hold on, last year how much? Last year Matthews had more points than Marner. Guaranteed. Did he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, with the year he's having, they're gonna lose Marner. I don't know if they'll lose him. I think they'll they'll lose other guys though. What and I, and like this is this is this is one because well, Marlowe's coming off next this summer. Yeah, Marlowe's done this. This, this summer. is one of the times where I was like, like it sucks that there's only thirty GMs. And they're all best friends, and they go to each other's yacht clubs and whatever else. Because honest to God, if I'm uh, if I'm Montreal and I actually hate the Leafs as much as we're supposed to hate the Leafs, and it's a great rivalry and all that stuff, hmm. how do you not put a qualifying offer to Mitch Marner for twelve million dollars? Because guess what? Space, yeah. So because guess what? We can pay it. Toronto can either match it or let us have him. So either take way, take the draft picks. But, no, but I'm saying, but either way, you win. Do you know what I mean? Like I was like, if Toronto has to sign him at twelve, they don't have the balls. Huh? They don't have the balls. That, that's what I'm saying. I was the like, Molson family, they wouldn't have the balls. That that's what I'm saying. It's like a pain in the ass to me that. Like, also, uh, Bell owns both the teams, so yeah, talking uh, about uh, conflict of interest. No, uh, yeah, that, that that's why I'm saying. But I was like, but if this was an actual competitive league, that's it's not. It's, it's yeah, a, but you know what I mean? Like it's a great. It's, I was like, it's win-win because you either end up with Mitch Marner. Mm. At, a, at, a, at what he's worth, mm. or 
you have handcuffed the Leafs for the next 10 years, putting $40 million into three players. Yeah, well, I mean... You know, it's, it's literally win-win at that point. Because like, they, they can, to retain him, they match him. So, I believe, first of all, I believe in Kyle Dubas a lot more than I believe in Mark Bergevin. Mm. Um, I think you... With young, young, boy, Cod- Codri- young boy Kyle Dubas. Well, they, you know, these, it's finally he's a breath of fresh air for the entire league, really. Mm. He uh, is, is very progressive in the way he thinks, not just in terms of... Uh, things he does off the ice, but in terms of like what he looks for in on ice players, yeah. he's very progressive that way. And I think the Leafs are going to be fine. They're going to keep. They're going to keep. They're going to lose Gardner. Yeah, they're oh, going to yeah, lose. Yeah. Probably lose Morgan O'Reilly. Uh, they're going to lose and, and sure. Nazem Kadri and probably Nylander. But that's how. You, but that's where you, that's how you get to twelve million is yeah, by yeah. getting rid of those four guys. So you have Marlow. Sorry, Marlow at six, six, his six million dollar cap hit, mm-hmm. and either Nylander or Kadri at another piece. Yeah, uh, like, again, like I said, you're, you're... But then your window's now, though, right? For the Leafs? Well, not necessarily, because like I said, you could do... It's the... It's the, the Hawks thing, right? Where the it's Hawks, like, it comes to the Hawks. Like, like but I'm just saying, where you had, you had... You had Hossa, Taves, Kane, Seabrook, Keith, and Crow and Nets. And then who's, on, who's there on the rest of the team? People. Mm. You know it what helped I mean? the like, Hawks that Hossa was making five and a half million a year for pretty much his duration of a contract. Yeah, for sure. He's, but on a, he's, on, he's on a huge long-term deal, but it was a smaller cap. Yeah, 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 they were. They were uh, and then you had homegrown guys with, like, you'll never, I don't think you'll ever see again where, like, four Hall of Famers on your team are all homegrown. No. Uh, Keith, Seabrook, uh, Taze, and Kane yeah. are all Hall of Famers. They were all even, drafted and in even the like you, I mean, maybe not first ballot, but I feel Crow's going in, too. Like, his record is... Crawford? Very, yeah. Yeah, he's going to go in. Like, he's had, like, you know. So it's five. You're yeah, probably looking at five. Maybe outside chance for Hosa. I would say Hosa's probably in. Outside like, chance. Yeah, uh, I don't think Sharp's not, not homegrown. Sharp's not a Hall of Famer. No, no. no uh, Sharp's not going in. So, I th- yeah, I think it's five, maybe six Hall of Famers. Yeah, yeah. It's tough to see that. Like, even the Penguins have never had that many on the team. All at once, like all, all performing and all clicking. Yeah, no. It's on like even a lot, the, the the most recent Penguins when they beat the Predators, they had Sydney, mm-hmm. they had Gino. No, yeah, yes, yeah. Sino, Gino, and, and Latang. I think are the only. And yeah, Latang's a border fringe Hall of Fame player. I think he's in. Like, you think he's in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like they left like, the counting stats. I think he's lost to have a couple more good years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying. But like, but then you just like if you're, if you're the like a if you're a top pairing defenseman on a team that won a couple cups, you're going into mm. the Hall of Fame. Who are your ten? Surefire of what we're seeing right now in this age, ten surefire Hall of Famers: Joe Thornton, mm-hmm. Carey Price, mm-hmm. Sidney, Henrik Crosby. Lindquist. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. If you want to, if you want to, well, yeah. You can go Crosby, Kane. I'm gonna go forwards. Crosby and Kane, Malkin, uh, Joe, Carey, Hank. I'm trying to think of the other other teams, whatever. Like. Like, is it too early to say Connor? But like Connor, Connor and David could retire tomorrow. Be all yeah, of yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like Connor, Stamkos. I don't know if Stamkos is a Hall of Famer yet. Stamkos is a goddamn Hall of Famer. Look at his career. Uh, I mean, I would too. say Ovechkin before before Stamkos. Oh yeah, Ovechkin. Ovechkin is. Yeah, Ovechkin. Ove- of all of them, Ovechkin's probably first, really. Like no, no I think Crosby's still first because he's Canadian. <laughs> no, he's but a, he's, a, he's accomplished more too. But has he? Like in the NHL, you know what I mean. Like I know Hockey Hall of Fame isn't the isn't well. I'm like, like Ovechkin has scored significantly. Well, it's, goals. if He's you look never at been hurt, if like, you take you know the I mean? like, if you take the championship theory, 
You said he has three cups. Oh, yeah, no, if you take, if you, if you and take the championship. And he won two Olympic gold medals. If you take the championship theory, it's Sid. Yeah. But I'm just saying, but, like, I would put in Alex Ovechkin before Sid, personally, just because, you, like, the guy's never hurt. He's like a hockey machine. Mm. Like, and the, the, the stat where I put in, where I always put Ovechkin is, if, it, there's a, a scatter chart you can find on the internet of, like, just goals in the last eight years or whatever. And mm. it's like you have like a little – like a cluster of the top guys, like your, your Kane's there, your Stamkos there, mm. your uh, Crosby's there, whatever. And then there's like a little dot that's like shooting up, and it's Ovechkin's. Like Ovechkin's goal totals are like – If it came down to a one game, one game, game seven, who would you rather have on a team, Crosby or Ovechkin? I'd probably go with Ovechkin. Yeah. yeah, like yeah that, that, that's probably, what I'm saying. Like, but like, like – I, I think Ove- I think Crosby brings – Maybe like a more complete game, but like he's a center, so you're like automatically but yeah. is like a game breaker, man. Yeah. Like you're just. It's I th- I feel like I always felt like Crosby could be just like that game breaker too, but his role didn't call for it in Pittsburgh. I also think that he's a, like a lot softer. Like he's not as hard as a player. No. Yeah. He's not as. Uh, he can't. He like. Well, he's not six foot two, two twenty. Yeah, but, so. that's what, but that's what I'm saying. Ovechkin can hit the line and like literally bulldoze to the net. Yeah. Like he doesn't even need to be a playmaker. He can just be like, I'm going, like so strong on the puck, so strong on his skates, and you're just like, he's like, this is I'm gonna go in and rifle a shot off, and I'm gonna like, not deke out anybody. I'm just gonna like, physically push past them. Hang on. Ovechkin goal records. What is this? So, uh... Are you pulling up uh, Ovechkin stats? Yeah, I'm pulling up Crosby stats. 649 goals in 14 seasons. 649? Yeah, no, him and Crosby are close on points, but on just goals is... Nuts. 411 for Crosby on goals. Yeah, but, like, imagine. You're, you've been playing the same amount of time. You have 200 more goals than yeah. Crosby. But how about, what's, what's Ovechkin on points? Da, 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 da. Oh, like I said, our points are similar, but I'm like, what? Like, there should be. Why is my my NHL app is freaking? That's why I use Wikipedia, brother. You should. Get you should. Hockey Reference. Yeah. Okay. He's uh he's a thousand two hundred and three points. Who? Ovi. He's got more points than Crosby too. Yeah, because he has more games played. He's never been hurt. Mm. Like he literally, he's never been hurt. Like he's never he's never missed any significant period of time. Whereas Crosby's had the two concussions. I don't think we'll ever see another season where. But like, what's his games played? What's uh, what's Crosby's games played? Eight something. Well, this yeah. is this is eight sixty four as of the end of last year. Yeah. So uh, not including let's put this him year. into nine hundred something. Ovechkin's at a thousand seventy four. He's got like a hundred more games played. Like yeah. But still, six hundred and fifty five goals. He's at right now. That's six sixty five. That's nuts. That's including this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the date. That like. So he's got an outside shot at eight hundred. Yeah. Like well, how about he's got no, he's gonna slow down. 135 goals. What? He's 135 away from 800. From yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. He averages 27 goals for the next five years. Yeah, he'll get to 800. Yeah, which you know, with Ovechkin's track record, he would. It's possible. Well, that, that's what they're saying. Is they're like, and then so if he gets to 800, there's an argument that can be made that he's the best goal scorer of all time. Right. So because if he played in Gretzky's era and Lemieux's era, how many goals would he have scored then? Yeah. So he. So he's one season away, apparently, from uh, from tying the most fifty goal seasons with uh, Gretzky and Bossy. Mm. 
So if he doesn't, which is crazy. Yeah, exactly. Because he's done it in the harder era. Yeah, exactly. That's it. There's more. There's more parody in the league. Yeah, no, it's there's, nice. There's, the goaltending was different. Yeah, because he's yeah he's gonna he's probably he's gonna get 50 goals this year, 100 percent basically. Is he like 47? Yeah, he's at 47, 48. So then he needs one more season as 50 goal to 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 tie Bossy. And then if he gets another 50 goal season after this year, then he has the most 50 goals. It's crazy. It's insane. It, but then he'd be under 80 goals to 100 if he gets another. If he does, if he comes back and let's say gets between, if he gets 50 next year, yeah, that's it. Then he's also he's he's it's he's there. Half, he's almost at going to be at 800 goals. Yeah, it's, it's that's that's what I'm saying. I was like, if you look at the league right now and you're saying who goes in the Hall of Fame first, if only one of them can go in right away, mm. I was like, it's to me, it's kind of Ovechkin, but then. He's Canadian. He's won more cups. Team success, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's Crosby. Team success. (laughs) Oh, okay. Two gold medals, including one in Ovi's backyard. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. That 2014 Team Canada team will go down as one of the greatest hockey teams ever assembled. Yeah. 20 years from now, I'll be looking at that team and like, holy Jesus. Yeah, no, it's it's insane. P.K. Subban couldn't get on the ice on that team. Yeah. You had, you know, we had... You know, Crosby was on that team. Yeah. No, the uh, Taser's your Taze, third line center. Taze was the third line center. <laughs> you know, gets like what was it? Oh my god, I forget what it was. Hey god, what like was it? Twenty fourteen. I want to. I want to look up the lines here. Twenty fourteen Team Canada lines. Because it was like, not just the, like the roster was sick, but it was like. Uh, is this it? Does it show the lines? No. Come on now. Line by line breakdown. There we go. She's Bergeron. Like, and this is Team USA. Team USA is sitting there putting out their top line, with centered by Joe Pavelski, James Van Riemsdyk, and Phil Kessel. That is a sick line. Canada's top line is Crosby. For some reason, Bergeron on the wing, and then Chris Kunitz. Well, Chris, Bergeron and Kunitz, Crosby always play well together. Yeah, but I'm just saying, and Kunitz is like. He's just sitting there riding the coattails because that was that year where he was just sitting there feeding Crosby and then getting fed by Crosby, right? Yeah. Like, like that was just the, like, you Wasn't have, that when Kunitz was on Pittsburgh? Yeah. Too? Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's why that, he was on the team. That was, what, that was literally why he was on the team because they're sitting there. I mean, it's why you would probably not – you wouldn't put Seabrook on that team except for the fact that he was Duncan Keith's D partner. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so – And that's why Claude Giroux was left off that team. Yeah. And, I mean, right. like, if you look at, like, Seabrook, um, like – just in general, Seabrook is one of those guys who's made a really good career. Can I see that? Uh, I'm looking at this like the writing. It's not. Like oh, Seabrook. it's writing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's oh, so like, keep going. So yeah, Crosby, Kunitz, Bergeron. But yeah, but that's the same. But like Seabrook is one of those guys who made a, a solid career at being really good at covering about th- yeah, Hall of Fame career. <laughs> but, 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 but like by covering about thirty to forty percent of the ice. Yeah. Do you know what well, I mean? His he's other, just, well, his partner. Little, yeah, exactly. Well done. Like that was that was like the Mike Komisarek effect, right? Like. Like, Mike Komisarek looked like a goddamn star because he could cover about 30% of the ice, and you were playing with top-tier Markov who could cover 60 to 70%. Yeah, prime Markov really made uh, Mike Komisarek some money, Yeah, eh? Yeah, exactly. That's it. It's like why Hal, Gil did, why Hal Gil didn't look like a pylon because he was playing with Markov. PK, and PK later. And PK, you know, just like, can you cover 25%? Good. Yeah, I'm just going to stay in front. The yeah. net here. Oh, so, um, yeah, so the first line was Crosby, Bergeron, Kunitz. Kunitz yeah. Second line, Jamie Benn, uh, Getzlav, Corey Perry. Perry and Getzlaff are Hall of Famers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like so I think we're up to four Hall of Famers. Second there. line in the the states is Parise, Kessler, and Kane. No Hall of Famers there. Kane. Kane, sorry. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Canada, no shit. Third line, yeah. USA's dropping off fast on the third line. Dustin Brown, Bacchus, uh, Callahan. Only one of those guys is still in the league. Yeah. Right? 
Just, just, just Bacchus. I think Brown is out, and so Brown's basically out. Yeah, and Callahan's basically done. Ki- yeah. So our second line was Jonathan Taze, Patrick Marlowe, and Jeff Carter. That's the third line. You mean? That's the third line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Patrick, Jonathan Taze, a Hall of Famer. You said Patrick Marlowe and Jeff Carter. Yeah. Mm, Jeff Carter, maybe. Maybe. Marlowe, Marlo, definitely not. Maybe. You never know. I would say definitely not. Yeah. He'd be one of those weird late ballot. The guy who goes in when he's like seventy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, depth forwards. Depth forwards. Wait, man? where's the fourth line? Uh, so this is this is the fourth oh, line okay, that they're rotating, right? Okay. So uh, the taxi squad. The United States had Pacioretty, Statsny, OG, and Wheeler. Oshi and Wheeler. No Hall of Famers. No, no but that's a solid. That's a solid, solid group of depth yeah. players. Depth, and I would argue, the USA's depth was better than Canada's depth in 2014. Sharp, Duchesne, Nash, and St. Louis. Well, St. Louis is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Nash is a Hall of Famer. But I'm just saying, but like, but Pat. Like, but if you were going to take a depth line of Pacioretty, Statsny, Oshie, and Wheeler, I would take it maybe over Sharp, Duchesne, Nash, and St. Louis. You know? Like, I, I, I mean, I'm not, it's not just my, my flag talking here. I, I think uh, that's, that's two good options, but I would take the Canada team yeah. for, probably. Uh, then on the back end, it's, defense it's gets, not even. Defense is starting to get sketchy. Uh, Suter and McDonough in the States. Uh, McDonough's pretty much out of the yeah, league now. Suter is not amazing. Uh, versus Duncan Keith and Shea Weber. Two Hall of Famers. Yep. Uh, second pairing, uh, Brooks Orpik and Paul Martin. Oof. Versus uh, Vlasic and Dowdy. At like, least one Hall of Famer there. Yeah. Uh, depth defenseman, they had Fowler, Carlson, and Shattenkirk. Shattenkirk, Shattenkirk had a resurgence post-2014, yeah. right? Like, yeah. So he kicked it up. Versus Bowmeister, Pietrangelo, and Hamhus. Like, and PK. Yeah, yeah, PK wasn't even dressed, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I still will never understand how Hammy was dressed ahead of PK during that thing. But must have been, did he must have been someone of his teammates or something was kicking around. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like Hammy, like, 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 but like the, their eighth defenseman on on the team Canada is PK pretty Subban. much is, and he's a future Hall of Famer. Yeah. So. Well, I don't know about that. He's a future Hall of Famer. I don't know. About he's that. Uh, he's won a Norris. He's been you know to the Cup Finals. He's yeah. he's won a gold medal. Well. A lot, Nashville's his in counting it. stats, but he's been, yeah. you know. So if Carlson's net, in the Hall of Fame, I think in Nets in the you have Jonathan Quick with Ryan Miller backing him up, and you Price have Price with Luongo. Price with Luongo backing him up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was that, that roster's insanity though. Like that wasn't even the gold medal game. I think we played Sweden the gold medal game in 2014. Yeah, yeah we yeah, won yeah. three zip. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They smoked, but nothing, nothing for me will match 2010. 2010. Like, that was great. Like, and ju- just because it had the drama, like, yeah. like, don't get me wrong, like, like the 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 hockey purist in me absolutely likes that we just arrived in 2014 and swept aside everybody, the planet. We still allowed three goals in that tournament. Hmm? Yeah, so Price allowed three goals in that tournament. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wild. Was it 2014 also that had the uh, had what's his name? Gudlinski or whatever the heck his name was. Who? Remember the Latvian goalie who? Like oh yeah, well, cause yeah, cause uh, Canada beat Latvia like one nothing. Yeah, and this kid yeah, stopped like stood in his head, sixty shots. Sixty shots. Uh, what was it? Gudelinski? I don't even. I know. forget. He's not in the league though. Yeah, yeah, which is such a. I mean, he he was t- a Tampa goalie. He was a Tampa Bay goalie. He he signed a couple years at like kind of entry level, I think. Yeah. Like, he didn't. He like mostly like mostly was just sitting there riding the pine. But I'm like, he still probably made a million, two million dollars off of one game. Yeah, basically, like yeah. you know what I mean, like yeah. like a a, a a performance made him a millionaire. You know, like was great that game, Gudelevsky, I think it was. Yeah, and he was absolutely a Tampa Bay prospect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember because he, he, he was he unsigned. Got in, 
he when, wasn't signed. Yeah. When he made when he when he made that performance against Team Canada, he was not signed yep. to the to, to the league whatsoever. And I just remember I remember the the shots. Like if you go back to watch the game, how every whistle he like they were running out to him and like putting wet towels on him. Yeah, and just stuff. Like, keep him keep him warm. He was just overheating like crazy, <laughs> just dying of sweat. And like and Canada's just like. Like and it wasn't like Latvia had any offense. Like they managed like fifteen shots or something yeah. the entire game. And it's just like Canada's just like ripping it and whatever. It's not it's not going in. And was it twenty ten or twenty fourteen that had one of my also all time favorite highlights, which was Shea Weber ripping the net. Which was twenty fourteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just like you're like again, like, that's what I'm saying. I was like, Yeah, the PK trade, I would not have made it. Because the like, guy ripped the net once? But yeah, because 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 there was faulty equipment in Russia. No, <laughs> but I'm just saying. But like, no, but there's like stuff about Shea Weber that, like, there's a not to say like it's intangibles or whatever. Like, like if you see Weber bearing down, you can you can watch you can watch you can watch the play. People don't like to go into the corner when Shea Weber's coming down on you. Like, there's like you know what I mean. Yeah, like, like I no, just don't know how valuable like, that is today. Yeah, it's it's still a thing. Like yeah. I, and like, there's still like everybody even talks about it. Like you don't want to. Like I said, I and again, I'm not saying it was. I'm not. I would have not made that trade. No, I know you. I'm you just could. saying that like you got something back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like you did get a guy who like also even when they say like how's you in the locker room and whatever, people are like, oh, it doesn't matter. And I was like a guy that manages to. We just we just read that roster. Mm. That every single per not every single person, but like ninety percent of that roster has a letter on their home team. Yeah, and Weber was an alternate on How that, many group, on on that, that group of guys. Yeah, you know, so it's like the egos and like, the, like the egos and personalities and whatever in that room to be one of the guys that like is still a leader in that room. That's like that guy's bringing stuff. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. to the team. Like I'm and again, I'm not even saying, I'm not saying it was a good trade. I'm just saying that like, things came back for PK Subban, which I don't think was the case for. Patrick Watt, and I don't think was really the case for Ryan McDonough. Well, like, they, you could make the argument that the franchise has never recovered from the Patrick Watt trade. Yeah, easily. So in that respect, I understand. He won two more. Patrick Watt dragged not great Colorado teams to two more cups. <laughs> yeah, they were not great, but they still had Joe Sack and Peter Forsberg. No, but, I'm di- I, but you know what I mean, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. Like, but like, we, they, the, the dragging the 93 Canadians team was more impressive than what he did in Colorado. Absolutely, but I'm just saying, but but if you would put it together, a couple of solid pieces in 95-96, Patrick mm. could have probably stolen you another cup or two. Yeah. Because he did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, and that was with Colorado. The the famous quote there, the... Uh, uh, when they were... Jeremy Roenick? Huh? The Jeremy Roenick quote? The Jeremy Roenick quote? when they were down 3-1, mm. and he was like, uh, don't worry, I'm not going to let in any more goals. Yeah, and then he did it. And then he did it. <laughs> you know, and you're like... <laughs> <laughs> like it's like it, it's. Can you imagine if like there were social media during Patrick Waugh and Wayne Gretzky days? Yeah, it would have been insanity. <laughs> like I, I think about it with basketball all the time. If there was Twitter when Jordan was at his peak, yeah, but I don't like like Michael Jordan literally. Like this is this is because it was yesterday. It was no, the but anniversary was for me, like like he's like a Patrick Waugh and Gretzky, whatever. That that's one thing. But I don't think that those guys would have always gone. Patrick Waugh might have. Patrick Waugh would have had a dead social media. No, no, and he would have no, been no, on no, Twitter. No, listen, he would have been on listen, Twitter. Listen, he would have had a dead social media for like three or four months at a time, and then suddenly, like, you're reading one of ten, and he would just be like, and just like have like paragraphs. Like, I don't think he, I don't think he would be like opinionated and picking at every little thing, but he'd be like, here's what's wrong with the NHL, and then he would just like write a book. Idea for a podcast: We uh, create a world. <laughs> where there was Twitter in, 90, yeah. in the early 90s yeah. for sports. 
just just nonsense. Who, who like because yesterday was bringing back to that basketball point. Yesterday was Jordan's anniversary where he came back after he retired to go play baseball. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine for a second if like Sidney Crosby after they won the cu- the back to back cups in? Uh, He's like, I'm gonna go curling in 2010. Yeah, like, I'm gonna go take up curling. I'm gonna go. Yeah. My I father was a curler. Yeah. And my family wanna, thinks curling's. A, I want to do this endeavor. for him, and then he went away for two years, and then came back. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine this, this the way like, the, 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 the or, one like if, or if Connor decided, you know what, guys, I'm I'm tired of this. I'm gonna go give soccer a try. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the one that, but the one that gets me though is that then like the f- counterpoint to that. Can you imagine Bo Jackson, where he's like, guess what? I'm good at everything. Yeah, <laughs> you know well, you're, the, you're the league. Like, the league, the league <laughs> just they out. didn't even allow Bo to do that fully, though. Yeah, well, who's the other? Did Sanders do it too? Deion Sanders did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deion Sanders San- did it. Well, and Sanders had the thing where he was in, where he was in both at the same time. Yeah, yeah he was, and he was the. He's also the only guy to ever play in a World Series and a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's insane. That's some kind of life experience where you get to like. Yeah. I, the other, but yeah, but the 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 social media. So pick. If you had to pick a guy of who if you, you get you get to have one player like on social or not to say one. Like my short list of players that I'd want on social media in their heyday wouldn't be like Wa or Gretzky. I would love to see Chris Chelios. Chelios would be fun. Chelios Especially because be he like banged everything that moves until he got married. And uh, the other one would be Ronick. Like Ronick would be out of his mind on Twitter. Like I would uh, Brett Hull too. Well first of all, Ronick's on out of his mind on Twitter now. Yeah, but exactly. Uh, but he imagine- says wild shit now. Like yeah, he's a crazy Trump guy, and like yeah, exactly. Like, he, like he's a little wild now, and like Tim Thomas. Oh. I'd like to see Tim Thomas out of his bunker. Yeah, you know, or, or like yeah, doing like a periscope from his like <laughs> like his bana- like his plant, you know, whatever farm that he has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be great. A uh, little bit more further back though, Chelios is a good one. Yeah, Chelios, I think would be amazing. Chelios is a good one. Maybe Theo Fleury. Maybe because it'd be the, yeah, real. It'd be, it'd be real dark. Yeah, exactly. It'd, it'd be, be real like, dark. It'd be highs and lows. <laughs> it'd be real like, dark. A, a lot of de- a lot of like in a tweet later deleted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of that. <laughs> a lot know, of late like, night tweeting. Yeah, exactly. That's just gone in the next morning. You're like, uh, oh, poor Theo. What's up, Theo? Uh, uh, who else? Who else in the nineties? Uh, we said we said Messier. I think would be kind of fun. Yeah, Messier would be so emotional. Yeah, he'd yeah, do yeah. like an Instagram story and be like, "It's so it's just so sad," you know. I promise the team one thing: we're not going to lose again. And then they did. Yeah, that was. Yeah, those are the two. Those are the two like calling your shots of hockey. I think that are like the hardest. Probably the like, best ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just well, the, I'm not going to let in any more goals, and we're going to win the series. We're going to win the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, nuts. And to do that in New York too. That's why I messed like Messier. Talk about legends in New York. Yeah, Aaron, yeah, yeah. is a legit legend in New York, and that's impressive because he had to climb out of all that other the Yankees, the yeah, Giants, yeah, yeah, all that yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. to be a legend in New York. Well, I think that's what that's, that's pretty. That's cool. kind of what makes like Hank a. Like solid, yeah, right? like, yeah, because he's a legend in your two. Because yeah, that yeah, that's it. Like in your, you're a sports legend in New York when there's ten sports teams in like a it's, five, it's ten it's mile impressive. radius. It's know, less like, impressive to be like, oh, I'm a, I'm a super huge star in Montreal. And it's like there's yeah, nothing if, else in Montreal. Ryan White's a big star in Montreal. He is, and and he know, hasn't played here in two years. You know what I mean? Like more than that, isn't it? three, four, I think. Yeah, I think he, I think PK outlasted Ryan White. Might have, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, Dutch Gretzky's back. Dale Weiss, you know, so. Get out of here, Dale Weiss. Pat LaPrade. Hey, right, this All is right. Pat Pratt coming in for the next podcast. <laughs> this is the first podcast. I know you're late, but we're wrapping it up. Oh, you guys are doing a podcast. Yeah. Right? Yeah, well, we're done Another now, Pat. Another one. podcast bombing the podcast. That's all it. Good, Pat. We, we, we lined them up back to back. Uh, this was fun, Keith. It was good. And I, I think we're going to skip five questions because you've done them before. 
I have. Yeah. Oh, so well, I mean, I mean, that's uh, fine. Do you want to? No. This what are they? Huh? <laughs> what are the questions? No, but they're like aliens, robots, or fire. You've done all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, you've done them all. Fire. Probably. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Like, earliest childhood memory, I think it was something with your nonna. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I've done this. Yeah, oh, that's it's the same questions. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm a repeat we haven't, guest. We haven't know? recycled them up yet. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So we could skip the five questions. And besides, this whole this whole entire episode was a backdoor pilot for Chris and Keith. Chris and Keith talk about sports. Chris and Keith on the puck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mostly about hockey with like. Yeah, yeah with so, with some other nondescript. Some some, some sidebars. <laughs> some sidebars. I'm fine with that. <laughs> uh, but to because this is still an episode, to go plug yourself. Uh, do you have shit that you want to plug? Uh, always. Always, uh, always. Perfect by Productions on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are a team of producers in Montreal doing, uh, bringing you a lot of funny shows. Yeah. Uh, we're bringing roast battle, ro- the roast Montreal Roast Masters Volume One's coming in April. Nice. Uh, so you look out for that. Every two weeks. Piranha ha 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 ha. ha. At Piranha Bar in Austin. There's, there's only two ha's. It's Piranha ha. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. I, I don't know words. I think because um, I think it should have been Piranha ha ha. But yeah. it's Piranha. Yeah. Like so Piranha at Piranha Bar <laughs> yeah. on St. Catharines. Every, every other Tuesday. Every other Tuesday. Mike Patterson coming up. Mike Patterson and Derek Sayings after that. Nice. Uh, like so weekend club comedy, but on a Tuesday. And on affordable. a Tuesday. It's $10. <laughs> uh, we got uh, Night of Stars with Mike Rita coming up in May. Yeah. Uh, Night of Stars Volume 3 in June with Mace, uh, New, Juno nominated Mace Coloni and Sophie Buttle. Crazy. So we're bringing in some heavy hitters in the next couple of months here. Uh, so, you know, follow uh, on Twitter, Instagram, Chris Vendito, uh, two T's uh, in the Vendito. And, uh, yeah, we're bringing you good comedy, fun comedy shows, different shows. So it's going to be great. I love you, Chris. Thanks for doing this. Thanks, buddy. Thanks again for listening. Go plug yourself. As always, a big thank you to Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude for providing all of the original music for the show. We mentioned at the beginning of the show that we'd love for you to tell your friends about the show, and honestly, that's all you really need to do. But if you're feeling particularly generous, you can support the show financially and 9to5.cc in general by going to patreon.com slash 9to5cc. You can get early access to every episode of Go Plug Yourself and other perks too. Finally, if you or someone you know has a project they'd like to plug on the show, reach out to us and let us know. You can find us on Facebook by searching 9to5cc, and we're 9to5cc on Twitter also. If everything works out, you could be the next person to sit down with Walter and I and talk about horror movies or wrestling. And I mean, also the thing that you're trying to plug. 9to5.cc. Podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.